Another studio. You don't have control over me today, Justin. <laughs> and we're off. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. It is the Producer Michelle Podcast. It's episode 19. Can you believe we've done that many episodes? I, I don't know what the right phrase to say, but because it's like, uh, no, because it, it doesn't weird. feel like that many. Yeah, it that doesn't. Means, I enjoy it, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, that's good. I'm glad. I enjoy you. <laughs> well, I, I enjoy I you too. <laughs> So welcome, everybody. It has been, uh, we didn't get to do the podcast last week because it, it was crazy and it's nuts. The reason why, for those of you who listen to the Handle show, it's <laughs> it is, it's that time of year the where we, show. <laughs> it's that time of year where we are putting together the anniversary show and it's a big PETA. You know what PETA is, right? Yes, pain in the ass. It's a big pain in the ass, <laughs> but... It will. It always ends up being fun, but it's maddening leading up to it because dealing with Hansel. Because <laughs> he has a vision of what he wants, but then it's impossible to have a conversation with anybody else regarding the show if Handel happens to come in the room. Like I was trying to talk to the cost, the girl who's collecting our costumes. Her name's Victoria. And she was just coming in saying, okay, I just want to go over some of the stuff that we we still need. Can you think of anything? And then I'm talking to her and we're having this conversation and, and we're getting, we're getting, things are getting done, right? I'm checking things off my list. And then Handel shows up and he, of course, just, he comes in halfway in the middle of a conversation and then he thinks he knows what the conversation is about. And so then he starts making suggestions and what? then it's just, it's just, it's, it's maddening. <laughs> it's, there are days like I, yesterday I had to, I was working on this show so much outside of after I left here, after I left the station that I, at one point, my brain, I just couldn't, I, I felt like I just wanted a pacifier and I really? wanted to go to bed. I wanted some ecstasy and a pacifier and I wanted to go to bed and just, <laughs> yeah, because I just had to stop thinking about it. I had to turn off my phone. I had to turn off my computer. I had to watch an episode of The Good yeah, Wife, that's... which all of a oh, sudden now wife. I'm into. Yeah. I thought it was going to be Real Housewives. Isn't well, that I your brain cleanser? That. I did watch that yesterday, but then I followed it up with an episode of uh, The Good Wife, which suddenly I've started watching. I, you know, years too late because everybody else has already watched it, and I didn't think the show was as good as it is. So now I'm watching that. <laughs> is this the last year for the Good Wife? No, it's already over. Oh, it's oh, so it is done. It's so already you're going over. Back. So okay. I just started season one, and I'm yeah. like, wow, this show's pretty good. Because in my head, I was like, I thought, I thought that was done. Yeah, and I posted on Facebook that I was watching it, and people were, uh, they were, Duh. they were saying, uh, hello, where yeah. have you been? Uh, sorry, I've been watching Real Housewives of Melbourne. Oh, Mel, real, no, real, you're watching Australian Real Housewives. They are the craziest. Oh, Michelle, bunch. they're the craziest bunch of bitches out of all of them. The Melbourne ones, they are just and most. What's of them, a snobby Australian accent sound like? It's too. I can't do it. It's too hard to so do. So it doesn't sound like Crocodile Dundee or they, anything. They do, but but female like. But most um, there's six of them, and I think five out of the six all look like drag queens. Uh, like every time you look at. The, She's got to be a man. That has to be a man. It's not really a woman. 
I'll show you pictures of all them. Right. It's, I'll have to... Listen, I got the internet in front But yeah, of they have very heavy accents, and they're all rich, and you know, I don't know, it's just fun, mindless stuff to watch. So, the big anniversary show is coming up. For those of you who are listening to this podcast now, you got to get your tickets because we're coming up next Saturday, a week from tomorrow. We're going to be at the uh, City National Grove of Anaheim at 7 p.m. on the 27th, and we're going to be doing our anniversary show, which is called Spirit Night at Handlewood High. And it's it's just we're going back to high school. And some of our high school photos are hilarious. And Justin will be wearing his uh, Letterman's jacket because he lettered in drama. I don't know why that is such a big deal to you. Yes. And and I just found out, too, that Gary lettered in drama, too. So now I have somebody else to make fun of. Oh, but it seems like mine is uh, mentioned a lot more. Because you're the one I found out about first. Mm. I also found out that Gary, is he almost lettered in badminton. Yeah. That's a sport. What? Yeah. <sighs> Anything you play on a cruise ship. You could <laughs> shuffleboard. Can I let her in shuffleboard? Yes. yes. Oh my god, let her in something real. Like I let her in track and field. I let her in uh, the competitive kick line. Oh, I, now see? I get it. Wait a minute, competitive kick line? Yeah. Have you ever seen a kick line competition? That's like a half step below drama. No, it is not. Yes, it is. It is a big deal. You're that a, piece I will have you. You're know. a flipping rocket in high school. But it is hard. I'm not saying it's not hard. It I'm is saying actual physical. Physical work versus physical drama, work. Which is just... Drama. I built a character. I was John Proctor in The Crucible. I became Mortimer from Arsenic and Olace. He embodied me. I was Daniel Day Lewis. All. It's not like a shoot on a movie. Every day I went to school, I was John Proctor. Did you walking ever... up to people going, "What is this, ye old pager?" Have you ever done any of this in your stand-up act? No. You should. Nobody cares. You should add that next time you do stand-up, you have to do a thing about I... lettering and drama. I know. <laughs> I'm serious because you're you get so upset about I, it every time I mention it. Nobody cares. Yes, I w- I did come up with something that I want to put uh, if I ever get a chance to do another stand up show. I was talking to Jennifer Jones Lee this morning, uh-huh. and I can't remember how we got onto the topic of me banging my wife. <laughs> and I I had a I told her I had a joke in my act where I would uh, talk about how you know you get a cramp sometimes in mm-hmm. moments of passion. And another female comic I was working with was like, oh, my gosh, I love that bitch. She goes, it's different for girls. You got to put a thing in there because sometimes when you guys are like throwing our legs around. Right. And I just went dead faced like what? So here's a little TMI for Justin. I've only been with four other women besides my wife. OK, so we met in high school. We were high school sweethearts. So I was like, what do you what do you what? Do you, what? And then she goes, yeah, you know, when you're flipping the legs around. And so then it, like, kind of exposes my inner insecurity. Like, what if I'm not rocking my wife's world like I hope or think I am? am. And she's like, why isn't he not doing anything with my legs? Like, Jennifer's just falling out laughing. I go, she goes, you don't move the legs? I'm like, well, I'm not going to wrestle her like she's a gator. Like, get on the ground. Don't you tap out now. You go get it. Don't tap out, you little bitch. Maybe you should. Now you got to try it. I would be so weird. But 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 if it would be weird, that would be the funny part is if all of a sudden you try it and her reaction because then you can put that because she's like, what the hell are you doing? Listen, I know that I'm I know. Here's the thing. I say this a lot out loud, probably more than I should. Okay, (laughs) 
both my wife and I are happy sexually. I've yes. had multiple conversations. I think if I started working her legs like rabbit ears <laughs> on a 1957 new color TV, it would not be a win. I, I think I can't. It would be weird for me because I would just I wouldn't know how to do it. I'd just be like it'd be like trying to drive a backhoe. But see, this makes it all a great bit for your stand. That's true. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Right. Oh yeah, you have to add that in. So come and Sorry. see us at the anniversary show. Go to KFIM640.com, keyword Handlewood, and send us your high school photos because we've got great high school photos of ourselves, <laughs> and our listeners are sending us some really great prom photos and Letterman jacket photos, and we got to post Justin's photo where he's sitting there with all of his awards for drama. I won Patties, which was like our high school's Tonys. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm the only one to win Best Actor twice in a row. Like National Treasure, Tom Hanks. It was called a Patty. Patty, yeah, because we're the Patriots. Oh, Patriots! I thought it was like an acronym for something. No, let's see, Patty. Pussies at school. It doesn't even. There's no T in that. You jerk. Pussies at school. (laughs) Patsy. Oh, there it is. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. (laughs) I make fun, but I love. You know, I love. Yes. Okay. I love too. It's funny. So I wanted to give you guys an update on the dogs. Just because everybody loves to hear about my dogs. So Princess Roxy and Buffy are not getting along right now. Nobody's getting along. I don't know why. And and Princess and Roxy are like smelling Buffy like she like she smells like an old person. It's weird. It's like they, they smell at her like, you know, okay, something's weird. Something's going on with this one. And I wonder if it means that she's getting closer to the time. Yeah. Like, do they sense something I don't? They do because you, you had to have covered stories like that where they, um, like cats and stuff, will come and lay when, yeah. when people pass. Yeah, so but they have to know. She's still doing okay right now. She's I've got everybody on the same food right now, which is great. So now I don't have to buy like four different kinds of food. Everybody's eating princess's food. <laughs> is Buffy eating sense. with a slingshot yet? No, but she's still she's still eating well though. You still have to hand feed her sometimes. I think it's I. I really think it's a problem of her not being able to take it up off the plate mm. because she's got really no teeth left and the tongue is not pulling it up or whatever. So sometimes I have to hand feed her. But she's doing uh, everybody's everybody's okay except they're not getting along. But we did get oh we did get a pet cam. So I I don't have it on my phone right now. I left my phone in the other room. But I got to show you that I could I could see Princess when I'm at work. I can just click on the oh app and I could talk to her. I can go princess, and then she'll look. And there's a little laser that I could like. If, if she was a cat, she'd go after her. But she's a dog; she doesn't care. Oh, so she doesn't go after that. No, but oh. she'll look at the she'll look at the cameras. I just want to see what they're up to when I'm not when we're not at home. What they're up to? Yeah, because stuff goes on. Like I know stuff goes on because somebody I come home and somebody looks defeated. You know, like like the other two were ganging up on them. How often in a day are you checking this thing? Just once, usually. Well, you're not gonna catch anything like that. I know, but you I'm work not too gonna... hard. Give me your phone. I'll check it every once in a while, and I'll give it. We'll do a report. And, but my husband insists that we unplug it when we're home because he's freaked out about somebody <laughs> sneaking into the cam. And what's weird about this pet cam is that so you can sign up, and then you can just have access to it, or you can put it up on a profile where other people could look into your house and see what your cat. So a bunch of people have these cameras where I can just go and click on somebody's thing. And they're letting me look at their cat, and then I can use the little laser thing to try to drive their cat crazy. <laughs> but I'm thinking, that's creepy. Is somebody else looking into my house? Yeah, playing with your dog. Yeah, so you have to put a little block on it so that you're the only one who can access it. Because I don't want to, 
Like, what if you forget to turn it off one day and your husband, you know, me and my husband are having sex, you know, on this camera and somebody's. He's working your legs like a backhoe. <laughs> I'm sitting at home going, and everybody does this. <laughs> Trying to so... hit you with a laser pointer. <laughs> so the other day I had this, uh, you know, I've told you about this conversations with hubby that I'm trying to start to capitalize on. I'm trying to put together a book and I made a Facebook page and all that stuff because of these funny conversations that I have with my husband. And we do this thing every once in a while and we've done it before. And we talked about it a little bit the last time uh, we were doing the podcast about when we brought up the queen songs is every once in a while, we would just be sitting around and he'll just start playing music through the app on his phone or whatnot. And he'll quiz me. Like he has this, he has this thing about educating me about proper rock, classic rock. Because before I knew him, like the only things that I would listen to are like, you know, Bon Jovi, Def Leppard, Poison, everything I grew up with, you know, all that fun hairband stuff. So he has taken it upon himself over the last 20 years to educate me on music. And so every once in a while he likes to quiz me. And every once in a while I'm feeling like I want his head to explode. So I, I, I do these things purposely um, because I don't because I just like to have fun with him because he's so serious about it's it. Part of being marriage is you make the other person miserable. Right. And what he and what he, and what he does is he's tried to teach me about music by recognizing how music sounds so that if you hear something with a lot of horns, it's probably Chicago. If you hear something that that sounds a particular way, hey, it's probably Boston or, you know, like those genres of music. Southern rock and all of what they sound like. So the other day he was doing this thing where he was, he was, uh, he wants me to be able to guess music within like five notes. Cause that's his thing. It's like the quicker you can guess it, the better you are. So, and I, and I knew every single one he was playing the other day, but I was, I was driving him crazy by answering everything with either candle box. I don't know why I picked candle box. I don't but even it was know. Just, I can't pull that. Uh, yeah. I don't even know what they sound like. Van Hagar, which drives him crazy. Because he does not like Van Hagar. He likes Van Halen. Uh, or Bread. The yes. best. <laughs> That's so, the best name for a band, time, by the way. Every time I would answer, he'd go, okay, who is this? I'm like, Bread. He's like, oh, my God. I'm going to shoot myself. And then he plays something. I'm like, That's Van Hagar, isn't it? No, it's not. Montrose. Whatever it is. Anyway, so we got into the conversation a couple weeks ago about Queen. Because Queen is one of my very favorite all-time bands. And Freddie Mercury, I think, was the the greatest oh. male vocalist in the history of male vocalists. And just a genius musically. Like, just he arranged. absolute genius. I think what started this whole thing, if I remember from last time, was the Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, yes. you said that wasn't in your top ten. And he, and he basically... He got very upset. He, he brought that all out of his own brain and was <laughs> the main masterpiece or mastermind behind that track. Right. And he what he what my husband said to me is we, we were arguing because Queen has a huge catalog of music and we were arguing about the top 10 Queen songs. And I brought up the fact that I thought the song I Want It All should be the in the top 10. Mm-hmm. And he. Yes. Such a great. This song. is a great song. This is my number four. Okay, good. It's such a great song. Ah. I mean, the the music, the <clears throat> sorry, the chorus, everything. It's just, it's just a great song. So he said to me, very matter of fact, after he shook his head, he said, "That's very cute." <laughs> And while I appreciate that song, and I think it is a very good song, I would not 
say that it is one of the top 10 Queen songs. And so I argued with him. I go, well, what do you think would be in the top 10? And he started naming stuff. And one of the things he names was Bohemian Rhapsody. And I said, well, I don't think that should be in the top 10. And he was like, lost his mind. He was like, what? What are you, crazy? And then he was naming all these other songs like Tie Your Mother Down, Killer Queen, a crazy little thing called Love, uh, Stone Cold Crazy, which all are great songs. Yeah. Um, not many of those are in my top ten. Very few Queen songs not great. Right, exactly. That's the hard part, is there's so many great Queen songs, how do you pick just ten? Yeah. And so we had this argument over I Want It All, and he said, okay, well, I think it's a great song. I wouldn't probably even put it in my top 15. And so we started comparing, like, our top ten things, and <laughs> and he was, every time I would mention one of my top tens, he would drive, he would just go crazy, right? So... If you look at a, a general consensus of Queen songs from various reviewers across the internet, their list of 10 will sound something like this, okay? Stone Cold Crazy, mm-hmm. Tie Your Mother Down, Killer Queen, Somebody to Love, Crazy Little Thing Called Love, Fat Bottom Girls, Under Pressure, Another One Bites the Dust, we will rock you. We are the champions. They go together. Mm-hmm. And Bohemian Rhapsody. That's that's the general consensus of the best Queen songs from reviewers out there. And my husband would would agree with almost. I think all of those. Uh, yeah, I think all of those are would be in his top ten. Whereas if you looked at my top ten, and this isn't in, a, in an exact order, but here are my top ten Queen songs: Under Pressure, Somebody to Love, Thirty Nine. Which I love this that song. It's a Brian May. He actually sings it. Mm. Um, Crazy little thing called love. Radio Gaga. You're my best friend. The show must go on. These are the days of our lives, which is my absolute favorite Queen song of all time. Really, you got some deep cuts. Keith. I want it all and death on two legs. Which is the song that Freddie Mercury wrote about one of their old managers who was stealing money from them. It's the it's awesome. It's just the best. It's such an angry song. It's like you're a you're a shark. You're a. I hope you die. I hope you commit suicide. It's like a really. It's an awesome song. Wow. So, my husband went crazy when he saw my list because he's like, "Those some of those are good songs, but you're crazy. It should be. We will rock you, and we are the champions. And funny, Rosie, what the hell is wrong with you?" It's funny to me that he's such a like a music snob, but he's picking all the hits. Well, and that's it. But, but I have to say, the top ten list I originally gave you is mostly there are a few things that he would put on that top ten list, including the Flash's theme. Yes, that made is, my top ten. It's awful. What? <laughs> How dare you? I'm in love. Yeah, this one. Flash. on his list. Oh, I thought that would be the one that because it was on my list, it's number 10. <laughs> I thought that would be the one that would make him mad. No. Oh, good. That would be on his list. Princes of the Universe, which is the theme Highlander? song to Highlander, the Highlander theme song, he would put on that list. And I'm in love with my car, which I, I think is a these. terrible song. And it, I think it was written by the drummer. And it's just all about how much he loves his car. It's just it. Anyway. So that those my list drives him crazy, <laughs> and his list drives me crazy. So I wanted to see what Justin's list was. 
My, so you have yours in, uh, from 10 in to order, 1, right? Yeah. Okay. So number 10 is the Flash okay. uh, theme song. <laughs> number agree. 9 is Another One Bites the Dust. He would agree. Number 8 is Bicycle Race. Oh, the I want to yeah, ride right my bicycle, bicycle, bicycle. I want to ride my bicycle. Oh. <laughs> uh, where was I? So that's number seven. number seven is Under Pressure. Mm-hmm. Number six is Stone Cold Crazy. Okay. Number five is You're My Best Friend. Mm-hmm. Number three, Don't Stop Me Now. Number two, Killer Ooh. Queen. And number one. Let it play for a sec. I love this beginning part. That was the best. Yeah, so yeah, good. No, I got goosebumps too. And I get that way when I listen to a lot of Freddie Mercury stuff. And um, if you, did you ever see, did you see Live Aid? Mm-mm. Okay, if you ever get a chance, w- look up, um, what's his name? George Michael singing that song. It wasn't at Live Aid. It was the, the Freddie Mercury tribute concert after he died. Mm-hmm. Watch it because he does the song. Very much justice. Really? Yeah, he is amazing. I find that shocking that anyone could pull off Freddie Mercury's vocal. He comes out and sings it with the rest of Queen, and it just, it was phenomenal. Like, it was just absolutely amazing. I was surprised. I mean, I knew George Michael. He's very, you know, he's very talented. But to see him do that, like, you would think nobody can do that song justice. He absolutely does. It's really amazing. But yeah, no, see, you have a good list. Yeah. You have a good list. According to you or Tim? According to me. Not and, so much Tim? Well, I think Tim would agree with most of them, except for a couple. We are the champion in Bohemian Rhapsody. I, are, I'm not saying they're our wonder, bad songs. They're great songs. They're just, yeah. to me, they wouldn't, they're not on my top no. ten. I, it's too easy. Like, yes. it's too easy. And I think, I think part of it is because Bohemian Rhapsody it was such a groundbreaker at the time. Like, that's why my husband thinks it should be. Oh yeah, it's it, it, it was a groundbreaking song. The yes. way the album itself was a groundbreaking album, but well, and I think we talked about this last time. But I remember the lore of it was is that Freddie Mercury wanted to make it, the label wouldn't release it. They said you're crazy. So the manager snuck it to a radio station before the album released, and they played it, and it blew up. Right. So they were forced to release it. Yes, but it was something like 48 different tracks they had to put together to make that oh, one song. It's a phenomenal song. Yeah. It's just not on my top ten. It's his. Uh, it's his. Uh, uh, Sounds of a uh, pet. What's the uh, the uh, sounds of silence? No, the uh, the Beach Boy guy. The oh pet, Brian uh, pet sounds. Pet sounds. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. it's. I think that that Bohemian Rhapsody is his pet sounds. Yeah, but still, these are incredible songs. I think way better. Yeah, I there's there there's a song. I don't know if you can find it. The these are the days of our lives. Yeah, I can find it. Do you have you ever heard that song? No, it's my absolute that and tie my mother down. I've never heard those. I don't think. Your mother down. No. Tie your down you never heard that one uh say the first one i'm supposed um, to find right these now. are the days of our lives 
Um, it's a beautiful song, and it is my favorite Queen song of all time. Um, I used uh, my best. You're my best friend was one of the songs that we had for our wedding. That mm. was one of our songs. But this one is a is oh, a great song. It's got a commercial in it. The stupid thing. You're pulling it up on YouTube. Yeah. Skip the commercial. It's such a good song. I don't remember ever hearing it. Sometimes I get to feel I was back in the old days. It's a later song, looking at Freddie. It's a later song, yeah. When we were kids, when we were young, things seemed so perfect, you know. The days were endless, we were crazy, we were young. The sun was always shining, we just lived for fun. Sometimes it seems like lately, I just don't know. That's pretty harmonizing with yourself. Obviously, see, it's it's a song that was written later, and it was a song that was written was written after he was sick, yeah. and he recorded it after he was sick. And you the could song tell, I'm looking at released, the official video, and you could tell he does yeah, not look. He does well. not look well at all. And um, the song was released towards the close to the time right before he died, and a lot of people were saying it was, it was the song was his final message, like to his fans, in a way, to kind of you know just give them. You know, here this he mentions in the song that the rest of my life was just a show, and and at that time, you know, people knew he was gay, but it wasn't really official, official. So it it kind of sends a message about his life, but it's a beautiful song, and and just really brings back a lot of memories. If you if you just think about your own life and you think about the words in the song, it, it you just have to sit and listen to it, you know, by yourself in a car, and it'll make you cry. And I make you cry all the time, so yeah. sorry. Not today, Jesus. I know. I don't want to make you cry anymore. <laughs> but yeah, that's one of my very favorite songs. It's and, beautiful. And the, he also did a the cover of The Great Pretender, um, where, you know, it, again, it was another song that people think he did because he was basically saying, hey, I've pretended all this time that I'm this, you know, big studly straight guy. And that's, <laughs> that's what my husband was saying about the great thing about Freddie Mercury is at the time... You really didn't think about whether he was gay or not because he was such a force on stage and he presented this masculinity, you know, through the power of his voice. And then you realize later, oh, well, he was gay, but women were attracted to oh, him. Yeah. They just went crazy for him. They went nuts. And it's it's just crazy. I remember Tim telling me, he says, you know, when we realized Freddie Mercury was gay, it was just like, was kind of a shock because we're like, wait a second, he's the guy running around, you know, on stage. Same and- thing, I think with George Michael, even like, yeah, but I think George Michael was a little more obvious. 
Oh, from the very beginning. I really wanted you to say, I don't think George Michael's gay. <laughs> That's what I, really I didn't want to believe. Jitterbug. I didn't want to believe George Michael was gay, even though there's nothing wrong with being gay. No. Because, you know. I, because you're a woman and he's a hot. Woman yeah. And he was hot. You know, and in Same those reason Justin pants. Bieber doesn't talk about having a girlfriend if he can avoid it. And when he does, he has to shut down his Instagram because all his fans are pissed. <laughs> But anyway, those were the top ten. Like that's queen right. Songs this podcast me. just went from Queen to Justin Bieber. You're welcome. <laughs> queen to just, uh, you just sullied it. I know. I'm sorry. I, I can't believe you did that. Honestly, that last statement it. was that's trying terrible. to salvage it. It was bad. Oh no, that I was just bad. We'll never do out. that again. I don't like Justin Bieber. Who does? I don't like him at all. Well, I don't think I Justin don't Bieber likes Justin Bieber. I don't think so either. Anyway, that's probably all the time we have left. I don't think we have any more time. Mm-hmm. But come if you get the chance to come to the anniversary show. Um, it'll be fun once I get over being annoyed by it because yeah. we're well, your job, it. your job, not only with the show but also with the anniversary show, is to wrangle handle. So yes, and that's a it's pain a full time job and then some. So anyway, check out what's on your podcast this week. Uh, ooh, I just did an episode with my dad that ooh. was a lot of fun where he took my kids and uh, taught them how to shoot guns. Oh, so that's we talked awesome. about shooting with your kids and how to like because some people are kind of hung up about it, right? Um. Yeah. So that's what that's actually out now, and I haven't had a chance to record this. So one check this week. check it out at thedadpodcast.com. You can follow Justin on Twitter at KFI Justin. You are going to Vegas. That's right. I am. You're going to Vegas for a bachelor party. Yep. A couple of uh, a friend of mine is getting married in Tahoe to his boyfriend, a friend of mine from college, Aww. and so we're going to Vegas and getting a cabana and hanging out. Well, well we have he, they made uh, tank tops for all of us. <laughs> I don't think any of us are Please gay. Please take pictures. Please take pictures. Uh, they made tank tops with gigantic rainbows on it and oh. like the family crest and it says Josh and Jeremy's wedding. I'm so stoked. It's going to be a ton of fun. Please take a picture yes. in, in your, uh, your in my Justin tank top? stance. Oh, doing my, my proud ju- pose. Yeah, your Justin stance. Absolutely. So we can, uh, we can pass it around there. Yeah. And I'm, I'm assuming that since this is a gay wedding that this song will be heard. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some point. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little uh, sussing of what their opinions are. Of magic, of magic, Mike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to dance a little for them. All right. In a video, that'll be great. They'll be grossed out. <laughs> you, can, you can check out uh, the rest of my podcast, the other uh, eighteen episodes at kfiam640.com. Keyword producer Michelle. You can follow me on Twitter at prod Michelle, and you can follow Princess on Instagram at pgk the chi. And as always, I want you to remember. He was smart. You is kind. You is important. So good. Have a great week.